you're about to hear will inspire, innovate, give you insight, and take you on the wings of leadership. This is why we call it the I3L. Inspiration, innovation, insight, and leadership. Get ready to embark on the journey to greatness with Kayode Okuta. Hi, welcome to another episode of the I3L podcast. Every single week, we bring to you the I3L podcast in order to ensure that your leadership journey is beautiful and your experience wonderful. The world-class content that the I3L podcast offers you is to reduce your learning curve in leadership and maximize your effectiveness and your impact. So we find different, um, different topics in which we feel, in our opinion, will be a blessing to your leadership journey. And for the past two weeks, we've been studying what we call the leadership senses. You know, we've looked at why would people, why do people, why do some people actually do well in leadership, despite the fact that they do not have the intelligence of some people. But even those guys who are really intelligent people really never do well. I mean, you've heard about the story of emotional intelligence with Daniel Goldman when he decided to study why the most exceptional people in organizations are not really the most brilliant people. And you would understand that even from your lifestyle because the people who actually excelled in school are probably not the same people who are excelling in life. And there are different reasons for that. But in leadership, I came to a conclusion that there's something, now there are things that really affect the ability of people to be able to do well in leadership. And some of them are probably not taught at the Water Business School or the Harvard Business School or at the same business school. They are taught by the real life experiences. So that came up with, uh, we brought up the idea of the leadership senses and the ability to be able to see how we can empower you to, to do well in leadership. So if you want to listen to the first two episodes of the i 3 Leadership on the Leadership Senses, episode one and episode two, I implore you to just put a pause on this tape. Go back and listen to that because you'll be able to understand the flu and uh, be able to see how we're concluding today because we're going to be concluding the series today. And we're concluding the series by the last two senses that we're going to be talking about, which is the leadership sense of um, feelings and the leadership sense of orientation, special orientation. Those are the, two, the other two senses that we're going to be talking today. So let's start with feelings. Now, why, if you look at the American election that took place recently and um, how Donald Trump was about to win the election, re-election, in my opinion, there was no way that he was going to lose the election when the, when the year came into place. The economy was doing extremely well and everything was just going on. There was nothing we were going to do. I mean, he has just, he just um, succeeded in winning or in, 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 in defeating the Democrats in the, in the Senate when they wanted to impeach him. And it was just, everything was just going all fine for him. But the case came about, it's called the coronavirus. And this inability to be able to understand the mood of the people and not be able to win. Now, I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I just want to understand that from, from the way I study things from political leadership, you would have understood that if Donald Trump had been able to gain the mood of the people extremely well, then he probably would have been winning by blood even more than what um, Ronald Reagan did in the second term. So what am I saying? I'm saying the ability to understand the feelings and the mood, you understand, of an organization or the people you lead or the, or the team you're leading. It's extremely important to be able to win. And that's where empathy comes into place. And that's where 
um, organization awareness come into place. Because if you do not have these two skills, you will not be able to maximize effectiveness in organizational leadership. So all exceptional leaders are really empathic people. I mean, you understand when people talk about empathy and they go and they, people do not care how much you know until they know how much you care. So they want to know that you're able to get the feelings of people that you're leading. You're able to know that you're able to put yourself in their shoes. And even during the coronavirus um, pandemic, you could understand that exceptional leaders are able to put themselves, look, you know what, let me put myself in the shoes of these people. They're, they're home. What are they doing? You understand? And they're able to still get the kind of result. And so put yourself in your shoes, in their shoes, and be able to win. That's what the empathy is. Empathy is not a soft skill. Empathy is a powerful hard skill. And it's important to realize that if you're going to exceed, you must have the skill of empathy. I mean, a little bit talk about empathy. But the other skill, which I, which the sense of feelings would, uh, and the sense of touch would be, you understand? Because with, with touch, you're talking about feelings. You're talking about the understanding of how things feel. Is what I call organizational awareness. You see, many times your ability to cause a change in organization is almost always dependent in the ability to understand what organizational awareness is all about. You know, so you might be an extremely intelligent person, you might be an extremely beautiful person, but you must you cannot you don't understand how things work in an organization. You don't understand where the power plays are, where the dynamics, where the formal structures are. You don't understand how to gauge those moods, you don't understand how those those, those informal structures actually play out because if you don't understand those informal structures, at the end of the day, they'll make a fool of you in no real time. So if you want to win, you must understand, be able to gauge all those informal structures. And that's why it's important, very important, and I'm stressing very important to have a deep sense of organizational awareness, to have a feeling to be able to gain the mood. You see, when Nelson Mandela was president of um, South Africa, I don't know certain things he wanted to do, but he gave the mood of the nation that he wasn't good enough to do at that time. So whatever he was trying to do, he was he was a good gauge of the of the what they call it of the of the of of, of, of the mood of the nation. And because of that, he was an extremely successful leader. And that's why, you know, he just said, you know what, I will do one term and I'm going to leave. We'll call him one of the greatest leaders of the 21st century. Why? He had good organizational awareness. Knowing what to do and what not to do at the point in time. Now, the other one, which is which the last sense which we're going to be talking about, is going to be called what I'm going to call the sense of spatial orientation. You know, when you talk about spatial orientation, it's one of the senses of the human beings that enables a human to be able to have an understanding of his orientation or posture in relation to the surrounding. So, if you want to know how you are to the organization, to your surrounding, it's, got to be, it's called a sense of spatial orientation. If you lose that sense of spatial orientation, you will not be able to survive, you'll not be able to work. And it's a three-dimensional environment, which if you lose, then you probably would, you, you would, you, you, you would kill yourself. Now, when I talk about spatial orientation, I talk about organizations being able to understand when do we stand in relation to the realities in the outside world? When do we stand in relation to the outside world? So there are times an organization can understand that, you know what, we have power. But there are times you will understand that, look, we do not have power. So an ability to understand spatial awareness, it's important for an organization to win. And nothing really, nothing really strikes this home when you think about the Japanese F-35 steel fighter that, that crashed recently in the Pacific Ocean, and what they said was that it was the spatial disorientation of the pilot, and the pilot was flying about, um, the, he could not correctly gauge the position he was in attitude or in, uh, in, in, in the altitude he was, or even the motion he was in the organization. So it was important, as it were, for him 
that because once he lost it, he didn't even know he had lost it. And for me, that strikes home probably the greatest, one of the greatest tools in leadership. That if an organization doesn't understand where it is by attitude, by position, by attitude, and even the motion of where it's going to, it probably will just we just waste the resources of the organization or probably destroy the organization. And I've seen it happen so many times. It's partial awareness and awareness. And if there's a disorientation of your awareness, if there's a disorientation of what you do, what your organization is doing, the role is playing, then almost inevitably the organization will lose its, its ability to win. So when I looked at that F-35 Street Fighter crash by the Japanese Air Force, it dawned on me that the same thing happens in organization. Same thing, same thing. And that is that once you miss or you have the special disorientation of the position that you are, then you probably would not be able to do it. So for instance, if an organization is so badly positioned, it cannot, and you begin to spend resources, if you're not positioned properly, you would lose. I mean, I mean, there are different things. It's, it, if you go to a market and the market is already saturated, you probably will not make a lot of money from this kind of market. Why? Because you understand your orientation. You understand the special orientation. What kind of impact can we make? And as I was thinking about this when I was doing this topic, it just dawned on me that even some great leaders really also do not also have an understanding of special orientation. You know, the Google founders, when they wanted to, when they have found Google, you know what they wanted to do? They wanted to sell it. They were not interested in building the company. And imagine they had sold it. What would the world have been like today? But you know, someone told them, you're, part, you're, you're on the principle of something beautiful, something great. And because they didn't find good buyers at that time, they decided to persevere and win. So understanding that, they have understanding that, look, you know what? We're about to change the entire face of advertising in the world as it were. That's what special orientation will do. You'll be able to understand what your position is, you what your attitude is, your attitude and emotion. Those are the four things that organization needs to do to be able to win. And the only way you can do that is if you have a good sense of special orientation. In my opinion, these six senses are what com combines together to make people have what they, what they call native intelligences, as it were. Because once you have them, you will find out that your organization is much better. You have to, you can lead exceptionally well. Are you able to build an exceptional organization? I think, in my opinion, that if you can manage, if you could build yourself in the successes, your leadership experience will be extremely beautiful. And everybody that you lead will be thankful for the opportunity to be led by you. Wow. It's an opportunity to have given you three uh, three series uh, topic on the leadership senses and we hope that you really had great fun you understand and let me also let you know that the i3o podcast is partnering with the gap eliminator newsletter and we'll be giving out some we'll be doing um pivoting productivity i mean if you really want to be a part of it you could send us a mail at coaching.coyodewitter.com coaching.coyodewitter.com and we'll send you an invite it's going to be a one hour to, um, seminar on attention management it's going to be it's not something you've ever heard before something that will blow your mind and um, you can send us um, an email we'll send you an invite the space are very limited and they're fast filling up you understand but I mean for every member of the i3 podcast family and community we could always send it out it's a beautiful beautiful thing as we begin to pivot and even into post uh, COVID era then you begin to see that the, the people that would win are the people 
that will be more productive in the light of the convergence of technology and communication and even the life of the convergence of telecommunication, technology and work that changes the entire dynamics of the game. Wow, it's always a pleasure to come to your space every single week. I will believe that if you've enjoyed us, always make sure that you you give us a rating on the on any of the platforms in which you listen to your podcast and um, you can share widely with your friends. It's free, and some of the good things in life are really free. But like like oxygen, the best things in life are free. God bless you. See you same time next week.